Cody's right here, so. Oh, he topped Whoa. it. Cody topped it. Okay. Go. Yeah. Dave Iron. Oh, he shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he on the sink. Welcome to the Bogey Boys podcast. You're joined here by Kevin and Mark, as usual. We did mix it up last week, didn't we? We did mix it up, yeah. <laughs> I listened back and I was like, that just doesn't uh, sound I was, I was actually cringing at you doing my part. <laughs> <laughs> I hated you doing mine. No, we're back now, we're back, <laughs> we we're are back. back to normal, yeah. A little meet and greet there, didn't we, with a certain somebody? Oh, Mr. Tommy Fleetwood, yeah. Mr. Tommy Fleetwood. I see, Greg. I know, Greg, yeah. Greg hey. saying, I stop mentioning Tommy. And that. <laughs> He's our mate. Yeah. No, yeah. but he, he was like, he was cool as fuck, wasn't he? he was what just there, chilled, yeah. Well, we've always said this about Tommy, and no. he's a legend. We've known him for a long time, and it was just nice that people like that don't forget themselves, you know what I mean? Like, no, I know. Still got time to have a nice chat with you to to take his time to say, how's, how was the golf, lads? Do you know what yeah. I mean? He's interested in how you're doing. And even when we mentioned the pod, he was like, of course I know about the bogey boys. Well, that's it. That was, oh, that was the best bit for me. I didn't give a fuck about anything else. It's just, <laughs> I was like, well, I was like, remember me, Kev, don't you? Like, he's like, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, why well, do a podcast, the bogey boys? He's like, oh, I know the bogey boys. Yeah. I'm like, well, listen, we'll fucking respond to our messages then. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you say? Stop sending us ten a day then. No, he, nah, he was like, he was like, um, message now or no, and I'll, I'll, and I'll yeah. definitely come on for an interview. No, he's coming on. Yeah, it's coming very soon. That we've we've sorted that once. No, it's good to see him. Good now to see boss. him, and it's, it's good that it's he always boss. comes back to form. Be all, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, you see, he's comfortable there, isn't he? Well, that's it. He's, he's been there. He got well, it's his academy, isn't it? It's pretty much his place. You always say that you own the gaff, but I think no, I, own, I do own the gaff. <laughs> I do own the gaff. <laughs> How are we anyway? But he, in general, he, can, mate? he can have joint ownership because his name's on the boards and all that. Okay, you give him. Can't that. wait till we got Bogey Boys fifty yard mark. In fact, great idea. <laughs> <laughs> let's make Bogey Boys fifty yard mark. Isn't that on the ring? Let's go. And just, let's go and just stick loads of stickers on them. <laughs> what an idea! Fantastic. Though. We had a little game with um, one of our first podcast guests, uh, Mr. Tim Ford today. Tim, yeah, you did. How'd that go? Honestly, nicest man about you know. Yeah, really nice guy. Yeah, he is a legend. And like. He? He was like, oh, I've been playing too well. I had an hour, I had an eighty something, and he he was like, he was a bit down playing his game, and I was like, and then he just took off, and every shot he was like, what's the line? What like, is that it? And he, he was like, yeah, that's the line. That tree there, whistling at the tree with a little cut, calling everything he was doing. Yeah, and it's like, pure then, isn't he? You know, you're playing well when you can call your shots before you hit them. But he he said that he was like at the end of it, he was like, I haven't played that well for a while, a good while. Do you know what I mean? But he was like. He was telling me things. He was like about this fella. I can't remember the guy's name that he told me he's going to kill me for this work. This this guy and he's all about statistics and he's all about maths and he's all about player patterns. Teaching me and as he was telling me, he was realizing like that he was do he needed to do it. And he started like just pitching it middle of the game, two post glorious. His holding out from like six seven foot was perfect. So like, similar to like the traffic light. The sort of yeah. I, I didn't actually say traffic lights, but yeah, like the same sort of thing. Basically, so you've got like a. a, a a green is go for it and amber is maybe maybe be middle of the green and red is don't go near the pin type of maybe, thing yeah well basically yeah. the same thing mm-hmm. but I think this fella works on more statistics and if you if you bad shots like a block if you aim straight you're, you're going to block if you aim at the pin you're going to miss it right and if right's dead you don't want to go right Right, so it's all okay. on the player's yeah. spread so, and the player's yeah. accountability of or, 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 like. So if you've got a right pin and your bad miss is right, you're never going to go for that pin. You go for the middle. It, of well, the if green. right's dead, you want to aim left, really. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. So it's all about the one-sided miss and, and yeah, the yeah. So if you're at the middle, of the, if you're at the middle of the green, 
then if you go for the if you go for the but you're never going to hit them whatever you're aiming at you're never going to hit what you're aiming at it's all statistics but our, our, as a start and I like, imagine this is based on what, what club you've got because if you've got a wedge in your hand and you've got something you control you go straight for yeah, the pin regardless yeah, it, well it's all statistics yeah. it's all based on like what, what you do how many greens you hit it's all maths it's proper proper maths do you know what I mean yeah brilliant. so it, it was good but then as he started telling me and I was like oh yeah 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 so this plane was front left on nine I was like okay I had like a little 47 yards into the ninth hole and I was like, right, okay. And so I was thinking, I was like, yeah, I want to go centre center of the green because the pin was tucked left behind the bunkers. There's a slope there. So I calculated all that. And then I just forgot everything. I just fatted it 20 yards. <laughs> <laughs> forgot how to hit the ball. You and got he, all this going he looked, on your head. He looked at me and went, were you sure you were comfy over that shot? And I was like, nah, I was not comfortable. I want to just flick that in the air and if it bounces on the slope, I'll blame the slope, do you know what I mean? Brilliant that, you know, brilliant that. But, nah, but honestly, we like, only spoke to him for an hour, didn't we? Yeah. But You've had four and a half hours, Lovely, lovely man. He is, yeah, like, he's a legend. nice man. Yeah. yeah, you get that, you get that, and we've had conversations with him since then, but I've not actually... I've not actually went out and played with him. That's the first time you've yeah. went and had a knock with him. But no, no, yeah, we, we'll have to get out there again, definitely. No, definitely legends, yeah. Any uh, golf from yourself? Well, the new golf clubs arrived, didn't he? Oh, they did. Yeah, so uh, big thanks to Dan Morris at Taylor May for, for sorting yeah. us out. We had Dan on the podcast. He's done an episode with us, um, and he, he fitted us with, with some TaylorMade uh, gear. So got the P770s full set, uh, and I got myself a, a Sim UDI 2-iron. So tested them for the first time on Sunday. Um, it it well. I've been used to playing with the Mizuno, yeah. uh, and there's less forgiveness because the faces are a bit smaller with these. They do feel a bit clunky in the hands to start with, but I, I get used to that. Obviously, especially at the the shorter irons, like the wedge feels quite thick compared to what I'm used to. But I did genuinely hit a couple of bad strikes that went where I wanted them to go, and that's what I need in my game at the moment. Yeah, as much help as possible. Well, I I got the. The P seven seventy is the same as you in the four and five iron and a couple of five irons they, they were they were going miles, they were going 10, 10 15 yards further than me. That Mizuno, much, yeah. so I can't imagine they're the same because obviously my I got the MCs yeah. combo from P pitching wedge to six iron, didn't I? With, yeah. with the four and five, so only the four and five came. But the shafts, them KBSC taper shafts, hundred and thirty grams. The weight of them clubs, they're so heavy. Are they? But then it just glides through the ball. So when yeah. he was trying to build me the launch and the speed, he's, he's obviously custom me to to get the ball higher. Yeah. And the forehand just launches into the air. Are you getting it higher oh, now? Because you've got that low, low no, drill no, shot, this haven't is you? proper high. Good. It's what you need. Lovely, then. yeah. But then the, the, he, gave, he got me fitted for the five wood, didn't he? And yeah. then I launched the five wood into the seventh. I had like 245. Pitched it long. All right, big boy. No, I know, but this is the, but that wasn't a good thing. So I was like, "Fucking, I knew that was too much." And then I had two twenty into wind into the fifteenth, and I thought, "Yeah, I lift five wood," and I wasn't thinking about anything. And I just launched it, went up into the air, spun up in the air, and went about one eighty. <laughs> <laughs> big high spinner off the face, yeah. yeah. And I, but it was ripped. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, you'll get there. But no, I enjoyed it on um, on Sunday. It was good getting used to the iron. Still a few baddies out there, but. Um, one thing I did do with the two iron, um, not a lot of people who listen m- might know the hole, but the ninth hole uh, at Southport and Ainsdale. Well, yeah, well, describe it, then it's a par five. It's, isn't a, it? it's a par five off the whites. Yeah. But the di- the distance between white and yellow markers is about twenty yards, not even that ten yeah. yards. So yeah, but the, 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 it's a risk reward, isn't it? Because you can hit driver over the hill, can't you? But it's not. And it, yeah, but and left. it bounds down. Yeah. So you've uh, you've obviously it. 
so this is what I was saying. So it's a it's a par four off the yellows, and we're playing off the yellows on Sunday. Um, so I thought, you know, I'll try the two iron here because I know I'm not going to get the distance enough to get it through the gap. Yeah, over the hill. Over yeah. the hill and that. But and then if I'm far enough back and I'm in a good position, I can maybe get another two iron. Yeah. So if it two iron ripped it, two iron again ripped it to ten foot. Shut up. Honestly, yeah. You're not going to. No, I missed it, but... Oh, my God. Anti-climax. <laughs> Anti-climax. But the fact that he hit those two two-irons, knowing what I've done there on Sunday, that it sets in my mind now I'll always hit a two-iron off that tee. No, uh, well, yeah. That's it. Now you that's it's sold for yeah. me, yeah. And I think having that in the bag... Yeah, but that's bad, though, because you don't want to get that in mindset and then, then you're scared to it driver. Then if it's into wind or if, if something different happens, you need to be comfortable in any shot off any tee. But I, I don't think. know, you know, because with that two-iron, into wind's probably better to it than anyway. Yeah, well, just carry on with the two-iron, isn't it? <laughs> Well, the reason I'm saying that because I, I, I've got this hole of fifth hole of form, y'all. I haven't birdied it since I've been back as a member, and I've I've hit driver, I've hit driver left, I've hit driver right, I've hit driver long into the shite, I've hit driver into the bunker, yeah. I've hit three wood into them same positions. I've tried it in seven iron after tea. Like I've done the lot, like <laughs> do you know what I mean. Yeah. And Tim was like, just just for, just forget anything, just sit there, aim at your target, pick your target, hit it. All right, sound. And I, I was just calm, but boom, nailed it, that driver. Seven iron, two foot, tapping, birdie. And I was like, lovely. Yeah, Texture and everything, didn't Yeah, I? you did. I think that's why a caddy's so important. You just got someone telling you, forget everything. Yeah. Just concentrate on one line and go for that's it. That's it. That's and all. That's, but that, you need to be able to train yourself to do that's, that. That's it. That's And that's why the, the caddy's so important for these top guys. But for the likes of me and you, are not going to have a caddy. That's all about your pre-shot routine, isn't it? Well, that's it. Well, that's getting you into the moment. Like, even Tim was teaching me a few things about the pre-shot routine. And, like, yeah, it's so important. Because he's a coach as well, isn't he? And, yeah, and, yeah, he's a and PJ pro, yeah. And it's good to... Um, it's good to just see a few different opinions and, a, and like a different mindset on it all. It was, it was no, yeah, I've, I've always been a believer that the pre-shot routine, even when you're putting, um, probably more important when you're putting, actually, yeah. to have that routine every time so you know exactly, you don't get yourself confused with things. I know, but I think I formed you all because I've been a member for like 10 years. I'm ingrained into like... That's me bad old. That's me bad old. Like yeah. uh, for, uh, yeah, well, I can't remember. That's the old. I can't hit driver off the first tee. I just can't, I just hit me me iron and I, I have to hit it. it it's mental. Well, when you're in a practice, not like that's a perfect opportunity today with no, Tim okay. to just whip the driver out and give it a whack. Well, I did. I whipped free without and hit it, but it's. And I, I was in a combat, you can't do it. It's weird. Mad a, mental yeah. blocks everywhere. But that's it. That's, that's the mindset. Course, actually. That's the mindset. So, anyway, enough about us. Right, yeah. Golf news. Golf news. We saw him. We did. We got our wish. Uh, well, fucking a bit late, eh? But we seen it. We didn't just see him once, though. We seen him on Instagram, but we also seen him at the PJ National as well. I didn't see that one. Did you see was that? He was in the uh, in the car in the in the, in the buggy, buggy with his girl. Yeah, yeah. He didn't he look happy. Like, well, he didn't look. He was obviously getting papped. But yeah, I tell you what, he did look. He looked big. Yeah, he looked muscly. You can't imagine Tiger, no matter what state he's Not in, to just training. lie there. Yeah, you know, yeah. If he can get to but a bench, if he can get to a Bryson bench. style. Yeah, though, didn't he? he did look a beast. But uh, little Charlie shot. Um, 84, 83, and come eighth in the, in the junior event. That's oh, why, that's, that's where he was, that's why yeah, he was, he was there, watching yeah. Charlie, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, it's good It's good to see, he's looking well, isn't he? I mean, minus that big boot. I'm glad it's only one leg, though, are you? That's what I mean, yeah, yeah. the other leg looks fine, his like, arms. Because uh, you know, sometimes when you have an accident like that, I mean, he, we, we know now he's at that tree at 75 miles an hour, and it yeah, can happen, yeah. can't it? So, to just have the injuries on the one leg. Did you see um, that PJ memes put up a thing with, like, picture of Tiger like on the crutches with his dog and, and then like the picture of Happy the video of Happy Gilmore of Chubbs Peterson going 
my God, he's going to play. <laughs> and my God, he's going to win. Because <laughs> like that Chubbs is looking at Happy Gilmore yeah, saying yeah. it. Like I was just like, as, as it was going, I was getting shivers and everything. He thinking is, though. He, he is, is going to play and he, he is, is going to win. He is, though. The, the fact to recover so, as quick as he has to the position he's in now is just unbelievable. And once he does come back, he'll be taking home an extra eight million every week. Oh, I love it. Yeah, the PJ Tour Player Impact Program. What's your, what's your opinion on that? Well, it's sort of. I'm like, I can understand it, and I could, I can understand the reason why they're doing it is because of that Premier League golf that we, we talk, spoke yeah, about, yeah, yeah, saying that they're going to come in and offer forty million pound purses. Yeah, people should be paid for. Um, people shouldn't be get paid because of the performance. People should get paid because they're turning up. That's what why the only reason that they're dangling that carrot. If that other league didn't come along, are the PGA Tour just going to keep hold of that forty million? Yeah. Like where's that forty million coming from? They've 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 thought, oh my god, competition. Let's offer more money out. So obviously they know that the players are underpaid. Well, you thinking we talk about we talk about this all the time. The PJ Tour players are, are well paid at the top, but it's the it's everything else that comes below that. I don't know. I don't know. on the PJ Tour, the lowest paid player after the cut usually earns an all, all right little yeah. bevy for the he, he, he washes his face, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. It's like someone doing a job for someone, right? And then they go to leave, and then they are, you're offered them more money, and you go, "Hang on a minute, I was doing the same job for less money yesterday, but you're going to offer me more today because I want to leave." Yeah, it's about it's competition. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, not it competition. Is. No, it's about like your worth. All oh, right, okay. You know so I mean? why why didn't you pay me that? So in why the first why wasn't you paying me that yesterday? Yeah, if I'm worth it. But that's not the way. That things work. Though, I don't. It? it doesn't. But I, if I was any sort of golfer, I'd be like, "Well, I don't want to move to New York. I'm going to go to the Premier League with the game where I'm going to fucking earn me money anyway." Yeah, I don't exactly. like it. What do you think of it? I love it. I love it, mate. Oh God! <laughs> do you know why though? One of the biggest things is the uh, the melt water mention that that they're calling it. It's the frequency with which players generate coverage across media platforms. So. Right. What you've got there then is the potential and a bit of beef between each other. I think it'll be good for the game because I think it's going to add a, a, an entertainment factor. I know what you're saying about no, like I, I don't think it's I do bad know what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying about if they're worth that much money anyway. That that eight million should be put towards something else. But the also there's enough money at stake for winners. Every time a winner is announced on the PGA Tour, the winning a million a million dollars now anyway. You win the FedEx, you're walking away with what is a thirty million dollars. So there's enough money at the top level anyway. Yeah, but, but I'd like to this... see how much money at the top level of the PGA. Where's the money going? All the gates, all the concessions, everything put together with the purse took away. There's money left over. Pay everyone. And I bet you there's a fat check for someone heavy there to be pulling forty million out the bag. Someone's getting paid somewhere, something ruthless. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? So the people at the top who yeah, making the decisions. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, but I just think I don't know. I just think it's going to add that entertainment factor. You look no, at a, you look at a boxer. Definitely. You look at a boxer, right? If a boxer's got a fight with somebody, what's the first thing that they do? They give each other beef on Twitter, don't they? I, no, but a million Andy percent. Joshua calls once once Tyson Fury a fight. He gives, no, him, the, he gives no, him a no, tweet. It's the same thing as boxing. It's like you 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 sell the fight. You be bigger. You do this, and you get more money. Like Tyson Fury, Conor McGregor, they sell themselves and they get more dough. Yeah. But still, at the top, 
there's dough to be given out. Like you can't give dough that's not there. The PJ Tour aren't going to go into debt to be paying these forty million. No, that's come from somewhere. But that, it no, just... but it, no, it's already there. That's what I'm saying. It's there to be thrown out. So why haven't they done that? Yeah, why aren't they paying them anyway? Why aren't the purses bigger? Yeah, like the Europeans all like it's probably there's there's dough about. There's yeah. people getting paid for nothing. I do get your side to it. Um, I think the guys at the top get paid enough, so I don't think anyone's ever moaned no, about that. No, you wouldn't, though. Uh, why would you? But it's just when you actually strip it back and think, hang on, there's, there's more there. I'm just thinking as a player, if I was if I was Bryson, yeah? Yeah. And it come, and they were like, oh, you get an extra eight million. I'd be saying the same thing as I'm saying now. And I'm thinking, well, if they're offering 50 million every week, guaranteed pairs, and they're new... Like, and you're pulling in all this shit and you're just going to whip 40 million out your ass from nowhere. I, I'm going to go that way. Yeah, but what, how many are they going to take over to that tour? And then, and then, what? And then what, does that, what does that leave? Well, they're, they're not asking for needle movers. They're not asking for... Things. They're just saying this is guaranteed. Right. Do you know what I mean? So they're paying them... Because they're, they're saying, why should the best players who are the best, who bring out the best crowds every week, be not paid for the, for the work that they bring in? People aren't there to see, like... For instance, Matt Jones win, are they? They're not people that don't go in for that. People go in to see Bryson DeChambeau win. Yeah, no, and I then get Bryson that. Bryson DeChambeau doesn't win. I do, he I do get, get that. I do like on a Sunday because it, they are long events, Thursday to Sunday. On a Sunday, if you've got uh, players outside the top fifty in the world, for example. Uh, holding the top five positions, you're more inclined not to watch that Sunday because the entertainment factor isn't there. But what this brings in is an entertainment factor where you could see some beef. Ryder Cup season, for example. No, you know, yet, man, a no. couple of the European players go at the American players or vice versa, going at each other. Where like they, they're giving each other a bit about no, the game, about yeah, the swing, yeah. about something, and then and then look at the Bryson Fitzpatrick incident. How excited we got over just Fitzpatrick. I think that was just, I think that was just me and you, though. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, but do you but know look, what I mean? Right, no, it's, yeah. it's, that, I, that's that's what I like most. No, about I it. do get it. I do get it. I get your point as well. We will just see how it plays out. Yeah, Fred Couples um, said the tweet and said um, the only tweets that should earn you money are the ones on the course. Exactly. He's not they, happy with it. Yeah, well then, well this is this is another mad little twist on it all. Like, so Eddie Hearn has just become the C- he's going to become the CEO of the Euro Pro Tour, right? Because Matchroom have took over the Euro Pro Tour like business thing. Well, that should be good because yeah. But th- then that's... think about it: if they're throwing up them purses and all that, and you're saying it's like boxing, blah blah. It's going to become like box, like like that sort of promotion, like you have to promote it and you do this and the be- best promoters get the best and every agent's going to become like a promoter. But that's the way of the world. Now you, everything's yeah. through Instagram, everything, everything's through marketing, through... Um, let's, well, no, wait, what I'm saying is, see. let's fucking get a few players and become promoters. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing now, Richard Mansell, <laughs> Tommy Fleetwood. I'm not messing there, by the way. I know you're not. I really know you're not. That is good because they know how to promote things and how to promote a stage. So no, the Euro, yeah. the Euro Pro Tour is a stage, and there's always hey, been. I bet you the R and A are having kittens over all this. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that. Because like even like see that even like the Valspar, um No, sorry, the Zurich there this the week. Zurich this week with the f- in entrance music and that, and Mark Leishman flying out with a mullet on and all yeah. that. Like they're going to be thinking this is WWF and it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. but that's what it's. That's there's so much exposure now. 
Like, yeah. uh, like every you can go on Instagram, whatever you can see people's personal lives. Ian Poulter's constantly on Instagram doing videos, and you get a real feel for them. You get to know him, his personality. So then, I know it's different to a team sport golf because there's no team that you can go for, but you can actually now support a player and follow a player and like a player based on what you see in the in the. I know, but life. you can also fucking drop that player within a heartbeat and not give a fuck about him uh, straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's you no can't. loyalty in the game, There's no is loyalty, there? that's the problem, yeah. But leading on from that, on the Corn Ferry Tour this week, did you see what Brett Druitt done? No, what's he doing? So there was so there was some sort of reason why he had to finish two rounds in one day. Don't know what happened. I haven't researched it properly. Okay, yeah. But on the it's second, gonna be weather or it's gonna something, be something. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, or well, whatever. He, anyway, on the eleventh hole, yeah, he made a two on a second round, yeah, and then he went out for his third round. So he must have finished. It's a par four. Par four, yeah. So he must have finished his second round late. Had to had to finish it. Whatever. Finished his eleventh hole. Yeah, made the two. The same day, playing his third round on the eleventh hole, made the two. No, swear to God, was a drivable par four. Nah, it comes in from 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 downtown. Wow, how mad is that? So he's made two twos on the eleventh hole on the same day. That is crazy. Like so, obviously you're stepping up to your shot and you're like, I'm gonna have a hold this a few hours ago, and then Bing can hold it again. That is unbelievable. Yeah, Did Brett, he win? Nah, he come third. I think he's an Aussie fella. He come third or fourth, I think. Did he, yeah? 20 under on the corn ferry. Look it up. Fact check it. Fact check If you want. No, no, I believe you. I believe you. Well, interesting that we talk about players there who've got the same score on the same hole. This week's winner and the Grand Canary Open. Grand Hickok, what is his name? What? What do you call him? Grand Hickok. <laughs> Garrick Higgo. Garrick. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to nail that there, didn't I? Yeah, so um, on the uh, third hole, he got two eagles and two birdies. So on the Saturday and the Sunday, he made two threes. He had a weekend of 63-63 to win by three shots, 25 under par. Um, he's 21. He's 21, yeah. He's, that's his, already hell. had two wins. That's his second win. It's heavy, then, isn't it? President Cup contender. Yeah. No, <laughs> definitely no. I know, yeah. But, like, was it going a mile out there? Like, I don't see, like, were, were, like, were they all lit in a mile? Because I've seen it here at a sandwich on the 15th or 16th. He's like, oh, they got what? he's got 127 here. It'd just be a sandwich. And I was like, I mean, 127. I know it's not miles for a sandwich, but it's still a, he tapped it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He put yeah. it. I'm not sure. To be honest, I'm not sure what the what 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 it was like. I know it was a very very short course, wasn't it? Well, the cut was five under, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, you you tried to give me shit for saying birdie fest, like because I normally get them wrong. But I was Did right. You say birdie fest. I said birdie fest. Yeah. Oh. You're not giving me that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. Well birdie done. fest. Yeah. Six thousand four hundred yards or whatever it was. Well, the, uh, the birdie fest. The host made four birdies in the last five holes. They need to make the. Make the cut? Yeah. Yeah, just about made it. Yeah. Cabrera Bayo. Cabrera Bayo, yeah. Yeah. But Good what, to see him there for all four days with them hosting yeah, it. Do you, what, do you think that since we've been doing this podcast, there's been more hole-in-ones lately? Oh, 100%. Been, isn't it? How many hole-in-ones has there been? There's, there's one every week, isn't there? Yeah. Or two every week? There is, yeah. There, uh, Juice Luton had one this week. Yeah. Um, someone, uh, Graham McDowell had one this week. Yeah. Like... Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know what it is. Um, well, like, I'm going to be deadly honest with you, right? I hardly watched any of the golf this week. Okay. Because I was away. Yeah. But I watched the highlights this morning. Yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Of each day. 
and the amount like a couple of hole in ones, but the amount of chippings. It just it just seems like are they playing with a bigger hole or something? I don't you can't really you can't really call it technology. I just I just think the level of golf's getting, getting better. better yeah. well, it good. is getting better. And that's that's an example today. So we, we spoke last week, didn't we, that there was only two players with all four rounds in the sixties. It was Martin Keimer and I'm not sure it was a Catlin or somebody. Um anyway, there was only four two players with four rounds in the sixties. Yeah. This week there was seventy four players that made the cut. Do you know how many of them? All had four rounds in the sixties out of the seventy-four. I mean, if you were to gather a guess based on yeah. how many beardies there was and how and how low everyone went, what would you say? Surely some of them drop off. So like forty. Well, you went too far away. It's a good guess. Actually, half the field thirty-seven. Oh my god! You fucking. I thought you were going to be shit there for that forty. <laughs> I was more shocked that you got so close. I would never well, have yeah. thought that. Well, no, but no, I'm going in on... the sixties though. Oh well, yeah, four but like, rounds. I'm just thinking like if two of them, if we had two rounds of the sixties, then then half of them haven't, then half of them haven't again. So just half to right because the cut was five under. Yeah, yeah I get so what you're saying. Logic. Fair play, um, but not just that. There was fifteen sixty-threes. What? Five sixty twos and four sixty ones. Four course records. I've got. I've got wrote down here that uh, Toby and Olsen got the course record. The sixty one. There was four of them. Four. There was three sixty ones in on the Saturday. So he doesn't get the course record. Then? Well, he ties it, doesn't he? Yeah, he'll get it with the other four. Nah, you, you, whoever's got the first sixty one. If sixty one's the course record, then that stays. I'm not sure who it was who got the first one, though. But no, but do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to beat it, haven't you? You've got to beat it, yeah. And then two of those 63s I mentioned there, Garrick Higo, what a weekend, 63-63. So he's the bigger things to come for him. I think he's going to be Man, one of the ones who... Bigger things, lad. He's won twice. He's 21. I, mean. I know, that's what I mean. He's just, he's flat, flew out the blocks, the, hey, the biggest things are coming. Yeah, exactly. I want a quick mention before we move on for Max Kiefer as well. I was just, I was just about to mention him. Back to back, run it up again. Just missed the, it. I've, I've wrote here, Kiefer becoming the European Tony Fino. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know with him, he, um, in his first 200 and odd starts, he'd only had two second place finishes and now he's had two in as many starts. Mad that. Well, that Higo's only had 25 starts. Will you call him Higo, please? What's his name? Higo. Higo. What's like you call him? Higo. Well, that's what I call him. He's been made. He's coming Is that like po- me and Bobby and Bob? Yeah, he's been made to come on the podcast next week. <laughs> what were you saying, sorry? I was saying he's only he's had 25 starts. Oh, was that all he's had? I think, yeah. well, fact check. Fact check. <laughs> Do you know what? That was quick. That, that is just quick. Just, just uh, the, with the, tight, the slightest bit of doubt that I just screamed that. Yeah. 21 years of age. He hasn't been on tour for long, has he? But two wins. He's definitely, definitely one to watch, and we'll be keeping yeah. an eye on him. Well, why don't you do the one to watch segment on him next week? Let, yeah, I'll do that. We need to start writing these things we're going to do down, you know, because okay, people, yeah. people are angry. <laughs> There's so much hate when we promise people, things and don't I deliver. People are like, so what, what actually happened there? And I was like, <laughs> fucking get off my back. <laughs> Lovely stuff. But it wasn't just the men playing, the women played. We didn't review it, um, but the LA Open Yeah, well, this week. I literally got carried away when I was looking at it. I thought, oh my God, Brooke Henderson won it, beating Jessica Corder. One shot, 10th title. thought, yes, she's done the three-peat. As we spoke about <laughs> That's the Lottie that Championship. Like, that was the week before. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't do the review. I had to double check that. <laughs> but 10 wins, though. 10 yeah, wins. Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. Well, it's sick, isn't it? Like that, that um, Jessica Cole is not happy, you know. Why? Because I seen an interview with her and she said, I am not happy. <laughs> 
thought you were going to give me some story then. No, she was saying because she, well, she's led all week. She's led for three days. Yeah, she did. And yeah. then like the Henderson pipped her by one. Yeah, at the very end. Yeah, yeah so. I know. It's it's it it's crazy. You don't normally get this, do you? Like the sisters being so good at the top at the top of the at top of the leaderboard. No, but like yeah, it's like that one Nelly won. We talk about Nelly all the all time, the time, don't we? Yeah, Another top yeah. ten. We spoke about the top tens, didn't we? She's had the, she finished tied tenth again this um this week alongside English Mel Reed, who's having a who's having a good start to the season. But yeah, it was Jessica, like you say, just couldn't get it over the line. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday leading, Saturday final day, and just couldn't couldn't get it done. But it was well played by Brooke Henderson. She she played really well to close it out. To be fair, I honestly didn't see a shot of it, you know, but. I, I... <laughs> You'll take me away for it. I'll take you away. No, it wasn't. I enjoy watching the women. Yeah, you do. do no, but like, you, like you brought, you bring the women in, into this podcast a lot more than like I, like I didn't even know what the smashes thought was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the problem. You're but, learning as we go. I'm learning. Well. I love it, man. I love. I love yeah, learning. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. A couple of mentions on the LA Open. I say we won't spend too much time on it. Um, Patty Tavatanikit. It was her first tournament back since the Iron Inspiration win. Um, missed the cut. Plus four for the two rounds, and um, Lydia Coe, after smashing it last week, opened up with a seventy-eight first round, and then she followed that with a sixty-eight. Oh, no, it's so mad, isn't it? That's a ten-shot rule. Might need a new rule. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Well, we, we we'll leave the ten-shot rule with the women and have the nine-shot rule with the men. <laughs> okay, and then Michelle Wee West again, another missed cut. Um, missed it by a shot. What do you reckon she's going to do then going forward? Like. Michelle Wee. Yeah. Got a baby and that, like, give it up. Somet- no, sometimes what you think is what you've seen it happen in the past, haven't you? Like Stuart Sinkwin and last week, yeah, a couple of the old older older players getting to a comfortable position, getting the the family members on the bag and, and doing well. Now Michelle Wee's not doing that, but what I'm getting at is she's had a child now, so she's happy um in, in what she's doing. So there's no pressure on her really. She'll come back and she can enjoy it. And I think we'll see the best of her. Me, take it a few weeks to get back into the swing of things. Tournament golf because she was out for so long. But yeah. I really do think we're going to see Michelle Wee West. No, I, like I do. I do hope that. I do hope that. Like, yeah. I, like I remember when we were in college, she was like the up and coming star. Everyone was talking about and blah blah. Yes. And like she didn't really fulfil. She's like a Ricky Fowler to me. No, she she definitely hasn't fulfilled the potential. I mean. Not sure how many wins she's had, but I'm pretty sure it's single figures. Fact check, but don't need to fact check that. I don't reckon. You reckon she's got more? No, no. I reckon, I reckon single figures. Definitely. You reckon it's single yeah, figures? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's just what I mean. She's. Oh, did won- you just threaten to go to your keypad there? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do a live fact check, but do um, she's had one. She's won yeah, one do major. A, do a live fact check now, and what I'm gonna give you is right. I'm gonna give you the quiz. Right. Okay. Let's do the quiz before we move on to the Zurich. So. My quiz is, it's all about Tiger. Boss. Boss. Smash this one. Five career wins. Exactly, we were right. As you were. We we were right, we were right. (laughs) As you were, go on. What's your quiz? Tiger. Tiger Woods. Eldrick. Taunt Woods, go on. Well, how many times has Tiger, do you want multiple choice or do you want to just guess? Or do you want to try and guess and have multiple choice? I feel like I shouldn't have multiple choice on Tiger. Okay. We won't have multiple choice. You have a guess. If you get it wrong, then I'll give you multiple choice. Let's go. How many times has Tiger finished second on the PGA Tour? 28. Very close. So, do you know what? I think I know the answer to this, but I can't remember it. Give me multiple choice. Okay, it's 
31. 24, 58, 45, 31. 24. <laughs> 31. Bastard. <laughs> 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 oh, well, oh, yeah. Right, okay. This Brilliant is great. Dad. This is already set up for a great trend Fucking already. Hell. Targa is 11 and 1 in playoffs. His only loss came to. The answers are VJ Singh, Billy Mayfair, Ernie Els, or Bart Bryant. Billy Mayfair. Yeah. I remember it. Is that a guess? Do you now? Yeah. Okay. He's never been in an open. <laughs> <laughs> right. Targa won his first title in his something PGA Tour start as a pro. What number? Fourth. Oh, I, I thought you had it there. It's his first, his fifth, his tenth, or his twentieth. Could be first or fiftieth, couldn't it? Oh. <laughs> fifth. Yeah. Oh, I knew we were his first. Yeah. Yeah. So, Byron Nelson holds the longest winning streak in the PGA Tour history. Do we have a double question, actually? Do you know how many, how many that is? Winning streak? Yeah, how many events he won in a row? Six. Eleven. Eleven? <laughs> Mad down there. Unbelievable. What is the longest winning streak of Tiger's career? Four. The answers are five, ten, seven, or three. Seven. Yeah. How many times has Tiger won a tournament by ten or more strokes? US Open. Three. The answers are two, three, four, or five. Two. Four. Fuck off. <laughs> Boss, I boss, like me, there's 43 questions. I picked them five out of 43. Wow. Uh, and also, that quiz could have been out of date because it was in 2018. But I was thinking, don't think Tiger's done that much since then. Apart from winning the Masters. Yeah, no, I mean, like, apart from <laughs> fucking winning the Masters, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no, good quiz. So I don't get a point for that, do I? Couple no, wrong. Do you fuck? Brilliant. Zurich Classic. Oh, yeah. It's um, a bit of fun, doesn't it? That's it, but, like, you get one million each for winning it, and you get a two-year exemption on tour. And I'm not sure about this one. We can fact-check this one, but I'm pretty sure because it's a win on the PJ Tour, both players get a spot in the Masters. Should have. Honestly. Why would you not play? This is it. So you've got players. We, we've spoke to well, Hudson Swafford, the perfect example, where he talks about you want to get that win because you want to get that stability and you want to have your place on tour. No, you can sort your schedule out and, and do things like that like job stability job stability exactly but so, why, why would you not not want that well this is what I'm saying so yeah, yeah, you'd expect yeah, yeah. more players not more players wanting to play in that you, you, you'd think that there'd be more bigger names in it well I think that they struggle to get a partner you know because Bubba takes nine people and Scotty was his last one and then Scotty takes people and then text back to Bubba and was like, yeah, okay. And then, oh. then the answer is, so it's like, <laughs> well, like, it's when you see the, have you seen the interview? I've not seen Wait it. Wait no, till I'm you see that. it, man. Scotty's telling it. And then looking at Bubba and Bubba, and then Bubba goes, that's pretty much exactly what happened. It's so <laughs> sick, you know. But you're, you're probably right, you know, they, they might struggle to get partners. Like, maybe they just can't be arsed, or you need someone with a bit of fun. Like, but ask, like, like Chris Hansen said, we always talk about guests we've had, but Chris Hansen said, you've got to be selfish and you've got to be, you've got to be disciplined, you've got to be this. Like, some people, probably Dustin Johnson thinking, I don't want to fucking do that. Yeah. So you don't need... Yeah, but your DJs, you can understand why your DJs and your JTs don't play in it and they can go out and have a bit of fun. But I'm just thinking of players who are, who haven't won on the PJ Tour yet, who uh, haven't got that stability. I don't, how many of them are saying no, though? 
Well, yeah, it, it could be a case of that. I mean, I'm just looking from an outside looking in without knowing the facts, and I'm just thinking like that should be part of your schedule because it's an opportunity to take pressure off yourself because you don't have to hit a brilliant shot every every shot to win a no, tournament. No, yeah, yeah. You can actually have a bad round, and as long as your playing partner plays well, the only real time that you need to work together and both play well is in the foursomes because one bad shot could, could cost you the tournament. Yeah. But uh, overall, I think if you're a PJ Tour player on the cusps of between 30 and 60 in the world and you're not planning to play that, then you need to give your head a wobble. Yeah. You really do because the the opportunities there, financially maybe, yeah, okay, a million dollars, they might obviously not, not, not care about it, but it mightn't be on the priority list. But a two-year exemption on tour and a place in the Masters, if that is the case, we'll fact-check it. But surely that's enough incentive to go and play that and you're going to have fun anyway. See how happy Matt Wallace said it was his happiest moment on the golf course ever when McDowell hold that shot. Yeah, you can see them embrace after it and all that. And then you see Cameron Smith and Mark Leishman walking out rocking mullets and that. It was it was unreal. Yeah. It was a boss atmosphere, but you, that's what I'm saying. Like if you like, you, has Tiger ever played that event? No, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like people want to be Tiger, but I under, like be... I say though, I understand the top players not playing, and we've got that because yeah, you, well, you like, have got that. I, you have got like, that luxury. How isn't Mark Leishman and Cameron Smith top players? How isn't Tony Fino a top player? Like these, Justin Rose, Henrik Stenson, these are top players. Yeah, exactly, and they're all playing in it, so they've made the right decision. That's what what I'm I mean saying. is the ones who aren't there, the yeah. ones who aren't there who've got that opportunity. Mark, when was the last time Mark Leishman had a good finish in a tournament? Um, realistically like he's not a he's a boss player really top quality player he's won on tour numerous times but when was the last time in recent months you've seen his name in and around the top of the leaderboards he was about uh, one of the majors like, he was about just, the Masters just yeah. gone yeah but he faded off yeah alright but he always does well at Augusta mm. he's been there for years he always, he always well, does uh, well so now he's exempt according to you anyway so we're alright <laughs> No, but what I'm getting at with this whole no, with okay, this whole yeah. with this whole situation is you've got an opportunity there, like Mark Leishman has, to go and go and win a tournament, get paid for it, get your get your two year exemption, and then relax on tour for two years. Well, I think people should look at Mark, what Mark Leishman's done there. Got a partner who's smashing it, and then they go and win. It should be an inspiration for people like on the fringes. This is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. If you've not won a PJ Tour event. You've not won in America. Go and get someone that you're comfortable with. Play with them, and if 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 it works, it works. If it doesn't, then who, who yeah. cares? Do you know what I mean? But yeah. you, they should be there trying to enter that event and playing that oh, event. Yeah, yeah. You know, perfect example was I mean they left it a bit late in the end, but it was Peter Uline and he partnered with um, Richie Wierenski. The previous week, Peter Uline was playing on the on the Corn Ferry Tour. Yeah, so. He's jumped at that opportunity, and he ends up finishing third. Yeah, but he's as a, a partnership. He's a, a boy, and he's a proper, he's a player. Him. Yeah, but he's not. He hasn't got. He hasn't got that stability to be on tour. Why is he playing on Corn Ferry if he's got the? If he's got, if he could be playing on PJ Tour every week, mm. he's playing on Corn Ferry for a reason because he's at the cup. Yeah, he's a quality player. I get that. I'm not denying that. But why is he playing Corn Ferry when he could be playing PJ Tour? It's because he hasn't got that. He hasn't got. He can't get in all those events. So him going here, he sees that as an opportunity, and the same with Wierenski as well. Both of them, if they can win that tournament, they get a two-year exemption. They get paid. Brilliant. 
It's just uh, that that was no, just no. me only. I obviously don't want to keep going on about it, but that was just the me the point I wanted to make about the Jordan Classic because as a whole, watching it, I just thought that was the big call out for the week. I thought that one of the biggest call outs was Cameron Champ dropping uh, basically a golfie on an alligator's head. <laughs> like he was the alligator was next to his leg like it was just he didn't like, seem phased at all fuck? did he yeah. no he didn't and seem and also uh, Wyndham Clark just took his webs off got in the water and just played the shot in the water and there's alligators in there I know like take some bollocks there did it yeah definitely stones of the week I know but fair play fair play to the more like that that foursomes is a tough school in it I can't wait to have a game of it you know I just want to do it like with, with like, like for a reason Oh, right, a tournament. Yeah I'd, lo- yeah, I'd love to do it, yeah. Yeah, we've got one, haven't we, at our place of summer foursomes. Yeah, so me, well, yeah, well, you and Lee. Me and Lee are playing it, yeah. You and Lee will take on me and Dave in foursomes. Oh, beaters, no problem. But there was a bit of a debate here, and it's very bad because I haven't listened back to my me, me own podcast, but pretty sure I had Leishman and Smith, you know. No, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't. Because you know why I know? Because you went American against Americans. You went champ and fee now. And I went um, Zander and Cantley. And what was interesting about that is mm. your team had an eight-shot lead going into Sunday. Cantley and um, Shoffley. Shoffley shot five under. And uh, Finau and Champ shot four over. So I won by a shot. So now you owe me 40 quid. Okay, double or quits then. Double or quits again. I can't wait to take all this money off double you. Double or quits. But that takes us nicely to that time again. It is that time again. It's that time again, y'all. The birdie boogie bust, the birdie boogie bust, birdie boogie bust. Watch your birdie. Obviously, the seeing and believing of God. What do you mean? Tiger resurfacing. Oh, Tiger resurfacing. I was wondering where you were going with that. Same. Got to be, on it? Yeah, it has to be. Watch your bogie. Um, the fact that seeing Tiger means I can't have my new golf clubs as my birdie. That's my bogey. I oh wanted my P seven seventies and my sim UDI two iron with the V two Pro Four shaft. Well, why, do... <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just stop stealing my baby and have that as your baby? No, no, that's my bogey. What's your bogey? My bogey is honestly since we done that um, PT session with three D Golf Strong yeah. on Instagram, our new PT from Gloucester. Yeah. My ass and my legs were fucked, and I couldn't golf. I can't play golf. I couldn't play. <laughs> is so that what you're like, putting it down to? Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. I can't move. I can't move the body. I can't because I struggle getting the hips through. Yeah. And he knew that as well, and he showed us, didn't he, with us when we done them yeah. our training session with him. Now we've done it today. I'm all right, and then tomorrow I'll see how I am tomorrow. But like, I, I couldn't play. So you need balance. Yeah. So my bogey is overdoing it you need you need balance yeah. yeah well that's always going to be the case though um when you when you start working muscles you've not worked in a long time or you've never worked as such that a week the whole point of them well, getting I, us to do those exercises to but is that, to strengthen I, like, that part I, of your body isn't it yeah it, it is and it isn't but i've like I've, I've done lunges i've done squats like i know like what i'm up to in the gym and i just like but I, you've obviously I, I, not honestly, worked. I'm you've fucking ob- muscly, like. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be another ego killer, unfortunately. <laughs> now, do you know what it is? I, I spoke to him because I, I popped in, didn't I? Yeah. Popped into the gym. Yeah. He, his knowledge is so sick. I've told yeah. like a, a Hayden, Tim Ford, all these pros about him, yeah. and they're both like, wow, like his knowledge, like, like 
Yeah, we need we we we'll do a little post anyway. This no, guy, we will. No, but Insta, at 3D Golf Strong. Yeah, and he gives us a golf tra- golf specific training plan in the gym training plan, yeah. of three D functional movements and like lunges and balance, and it's it's specific to each player's swing, and it's yeah, it's boss. Do you know what I mean? So, well, would you, well, you know, you know, you know the. There is a good coach when one of the first things he asks you to do is swing a golf club, yeah. so we can see your movements on the video. Yeah, obviously, yeah. with with the way things are, I had to do my assessments on Zoom, but it's he gets you to swing the golf club and look at it, so he knows right straight away. That's what I think that you need to do, yeah. and then he gets you to do lunges and see how you balance, see how everything was. And he had us on for like an hour and a half, didn't yeah, he? Just he talking us through everything, yeah. and now he's done a specific program specific to what we need to work on. So I think the reason you're so sore was because he's noticed the weakness. I know you don't want to accept that, but he's noticed the weakness in you in certain positions. He's getting you to work those positions, and because they haven't been worked for so long, you're in pain. Is that a... Is I smashed his face in. <laughs> nah, no, he has. No, that a painful truth? What, no, one million percent. I done a squat to the left, and, I, and he was like, oh, the body didn't like that. And he said, let's do it onto a, a, a little bit of a ledge, like a 20 quick, uh, kilogram weight on the floor put it down do it and, it and that little bit of raised I don't know what, what what the idea behind it was I don't know why he done it but when you put the weight there I do the squat and it was lovely and it felt nicer yeah exactly so he's building he, and he, he, your balance was good so then he, he got you doing more twists and more more different things said your your range was better belter but you what did he say you yeah, I'm just stiff, aren't I? You're around stiff. the around the lower back and around yeah, the yeah, so the, like the, that. So the, my so you, but your legs were in a good position, like yeah. good stable. So my legs were unstable. So he just he said I'm going to build. It's mad how we were so opposites, though, yeah, wasn't it? That's yeah. what he said. Like well, we're, yeah. we're going we, to, but that, it just shows that his knowledge is brilliant. It's not just like you have that plan, you have that plan. It's like your movement is for you, and my movements for me. And like that's what I like. That's what I was so impressed about. Like if, anyone, yeah, if anyone's looking for a golf specific PT, like. But like even you're not, even, hey, you're not going to get no discount codes here, but you can. You no, can this is just genuine. This is just this is just genuine feedback of what what we done. There's no no. There's, there's no, no incentive. Yeah, there's, there's no, no incentive. incentive for us to for us to plug him. We just genuinely like what what he's doing, and it helps that he's an Evertonian as well. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> so that definitely helps. But no, you, you're right. Um, and again, it, you've you've mentioned the the Instagram name if you want to go and follow him. But he, he posts videos as well. At 3D Golf Strong. <laughs> thought you'd forgotten it there. <laughs> to get up earlier than that, mate. Um, yeah, at 3D Golf Strong. Go and follow him. And he, and he does some tutorial videos. Matt, his name is... Um, Matt, legend. Really nice guy. And we're looking forward to... We're going to keep keep the journey posted on the social media. So keep an eye on that. And Definitely. I'm hoping for a big transformation. Trying to lose a bit of weight. So Don't hope. I just believe it, it is. It's going to happen. Believe. So what's your bust? My bust is all my new clubs came. Yeah, paid whatever money you paid for everything, and then I, you give me the box this morning, and it's got me three with me five with me driver, me four iron, me five iron, and then he goes, oh, your six iron the pitch match aren't gonna be here till the seventeenth of May. <laughs> I was like, what That's the what fuck? you get for being good at golf and having to get a combo set. What the fuck? I was like, I'm not even good. <laughs> you know, see me ten bogeys today. <laughs> yeah, my bust is. Uh, the realization that Turkey, our golf trip, is now officially postponed. No, well, it, it is, is for me. It is. Yeah. So that's my bus for the week. A personal one. Um, you know, looking forward to. Well, a good... I, I, well, I, I will. I might put this as my birthday next week. If if you just fucking sort that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's our birdie bogey bus for the week. Lovely. And as usual. 
another couple of years go by on, on the Ryder Cup and we move on to the 1973 Ryder Cup. Yeah. Lee Trevino returning to Muirfield after winning the Open Championship the previous year. It's called the Great Britain and Ireland team now. Oh, how happy though. are you? Well, I don't know. That's what you've been asking for well, for the weeks, haven't you? When's this happening? I've just been happening? saying when the fuck is it happening, yeah? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know what? I'm happy, yeah. I'm happy. I thought you <laughs> Thought you was. Yeah, now called GB in Ireland. Um, yeah. Another controversy with the PG of America rule. Um, no, if you, you've been five years or less as a professional. Oh, um, yeah. the, the reigning US Open champion, Johnny Miller, couldn't play. So he won a major that year and then couldn't couldn't go and play in the Ryder I know, Cup. But, but he still fucking won 1913. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not like, yeah. not once has the PJ Tour of America's rule cost them anything. I know, yeah. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, you're right. You, know what you mean? got me there. But we did have the Ryder Cup's first ace. We did. We did, yeah. Peter Butler. Peter Butler. Do you know he wasn't even meant to be playing that day? Why not? Uh, the player that he was he was playing with pulled out last minute. Um, so the captain called him up, um, partnered with Brian Barnes, playing against Jack Nicholas. Was he, yeah? he? Yeah, three iron from 188 yards on the 16th hole. They actually lost the match on the 18th. But Fucking hell, you must have done a lot more research than me. I just seen Ryder Cup's first day and wrote it in my notes and just chipped it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's what that's what the one thing that that's did say is like it's the perfect balance of knowledge and banter. You know, it's like you just bring enough and then you just have a laugh and like <laughs> like like I, I was like, well, if if you had two lockos, like there'd be too much stats. If you had too much me, there'd be fucking nothing. <laughs> But there's even more to that. So that record uh, was held for 20 years until Nick Faldo got the second hole in one at the Belfry. 93, and then, in 93? Yeah, and then since then. I just guessed that was 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Quick math, that's not like you. Um, and then there's been, there's been another four hole in ones. There's a total of six Ryder Cup hole in ones. Well, yeah, look at that then. What well, I was saying about the hole in ones getting more. Yeah. In just the Ryder Cup, there's been one in 40 years. 40 years there's been one and the next 20 there's another one and then it, yeah and then after that there's been another four yeah what I'm saying basically is <laughs> that <laughs> the amount of hole-in-ones are getting more you know, no it? yeah no if you look at if you look at the first ever hole-in-one was 1973 and then it took another 20 years to get another one and then it took what another 20 years to get another four then yeah the it's, match. it's going more Um, it, interestingly though I know we've mentioned there Team USA won again but um, it was actually 8-8 going into the singles. Closer than it's been, isn't it? Yeah, the closest it's been for a long time, yeah. And then obviously, the I think the strength of the USA team with your Arnold Palmer's, Lee Trevino, Billy Casper, Jack Nicholas, the list goes on. One sticking point for Arnold Palmer is Peter Oosthuis beat him again. He took his record off him in the, in the 1971 by beating him for the first time, and he's beat him again 4-2 and two this time. So like when you get that bogey team in it, like a bogey, bogey yeah, the one player. that you just can't beat. So I'll be yeah. inter- I'm going to keep an eye on that because I think um, it'd be interesting to see whether Arnie gets his gets his revenge in a singles match. But no, it looked like it was an um, it was a tight game right up until the singles, and then um, it was end up you know six, a six point lead. It's only three matches going the other way, isn't it? Three or four matches going the other way. So um, we're getting closer to we're getting closer matches. I would say definitely. Yeah, be interesting to see how the, how the future ones come. 
I actually no, I actually really do enjoy it. But like, just no. I but the mad thing is, like, you read your Wikipedia pages and you read, you do your research on what you're looking at. But then, until you actually start looking hard, you don't know. Like the, when I started noticing the players and the ages, like I'm studying it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because I know you're gonna come with the facts and the figures. So I have to look for something deeper. Right then, um, couple of events to review before we move on to our picks. We've got yeah, the man. Tenerife Open, the first time since 1995 that we've Hello, had this. Defending champion Jamo Sandlin, <laughs> <laughs> a two-time winner of this event, uh, Jose Maria Alatharbo. Yeah, you know if you if you if you can get your name on this list with, with him, you you're doing well. Flying out, yeah. Couple you of uh, well. I've seen there's a couple of COVID withdrawals as well. There is, is there? Uh, Will uh, Will Besseling? As he, yeah, he's moved through, and somebody else which I've since forgotten. Okay, well, Tittle Hattons just withdrew from the the Valspar um, COVID? championship. COVID, yeah, positive uh-huh. COVID test, yeah. Interesting. So uh, it's interesting that that's still going on, isn't it? I seen uh, Duncan McCarthy put a picture of it, like he said, Marcus Armitage tagged all the boys in and. The way the course looked, it looked unreal. Yeah. And I actually played golf with a lad whose family lives in Tenerife last week. And he said that, that Costa de Deji is unbelievable. Yeah, it does look fantastic. Because the island's only quite small, isn't it? Yeah, so they've, yeah. only got, they've only got two or three golf courses on there. Yeah. And he said that, he said it's unbelievable. Well, it's a bit longer than last week as well. Um, in Gran Canary, this one's 6,857 yards as a par 71. Um, it's got another par 5 to finish, so... Um, we like it. We like we the, like we like we a like par five finish, don't we? What, um, what we should do is we should we should design our own perfect setup golf course. Of I can see a new segment coming on here. Yeah, we should design our own golf course. Let's do it. When should we start that? I like that straight away. Next week. Next week. None of this putting uh, things over bunkers like you were chatting last time. What was it? Make the courses longer. I, I listen back to some of the things I've chatted <laughs> and just think, <laughs> what was I on about there? <laughs> Drive a distance to be just cover holes. the yeah, just cover the bunkers. So I might actually stick to that. <laughs> but like, what we do is we'll make our own. Yeah, let's do three holes at a time. Yeah, like say we get the first that like S and A as there, and then the second the form we all there, and we'll put it onto like a map. Oh, so we're doing holes that already exist and yeah, making yeah, a yeah, perfect yeah. eighteen. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, let's do that. So it's got to be the first hole of on the course. No, no, it can be whatever, but it's just got to fit in the square. So you can put like 16 uh, S&A as the first on your dream course. Yeah, yeah. So you could start with that hole. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This will be boss, this. Do you know what I mean? This but what really we've really got to do, we're just going to make it well harder for us, and I can't even believe I'm saying this, but we're going to have to make it on the map, on like a weird, like a document, like a Canva document, and put it like a course map. So okay. we get the course map from SNA and get the get the sixteenth, as you say, into a square and put it there and then and then map it out. Right, okay. Just uh, went off that segment there, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Are we gonna do a, a driving range and a clubhouse and all that? If there's space. <laughs> <laughs> well you know, because you've only got a, like your fantasy team, you've only got an a, a four by four frame to work in. Okay. So if you get too many big holes, yeah, you know, now obviously we we should, we need to put a range there, don't we? We need to put like it's got to be in between seven thousand one hundred and seven thousand five hundred yards, and it's got to be a par seventy two. How's that? Yeah, 
so yeah, so we've got to have a lot of them onto par threes, lots of them onto par yeah. fives, and the rest par. Yeah, fours. you've got you've got a yard yardage usage. Yeah, yardage yeah, usage. Perfect. Brilliant way we just made that segment. Right let's there, start. Well. Yeah, that's what we that's what we're about, isn't it? We are about. We that. are about that. You know what I mean. So let's start that next week. But onto the Tenerife Open. Uh, it's another pack field again. Um, yeah. All the lads who were there, all the Gran the Canaria last week. Uh, Mansell and Gandhi both in the field. We'll be keeping an eye on them. Uh, Richard made another cut this I, week. I can't. Oh, do you know what I meant to say? That was meant to be me, me bust, actually. Mansell and Gandhi spoke to the fella that they were playing with about coming on the podcast and shot 14 0 for 9 0. <laughs> <laughs> That was brilliant. His name Inca. Inkia. Inkia. Yeah, I'm not sure. He was. No, in. He's obviously a player, anyway. Yeah. It was just funny because I tagged him in a post. I said, oh, uh, Tom Gandhi, Richard Mantle, obviously talking about the Boggy Boys podcast on this, and then he followed us. And the next minute I looked, and he was like, he was the bottom, bottom of the lead. I was like, fucking hell, what have we done? <laughs> we put too much pressure on him, I think. Too much pressure. He's like, oh, I forgot the Boggy Boys. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That's a great shout. Yeah, but Gandhi was unlucky. He birdied 18, um, but just missed the cut by a shot. It went the cut 500. What are you going to do? I know, it is tough, isn't it? It is Heavy, tough. Isn't it? Yeah, but Mansell, as I said there, Mansell made another cut. So that's two after missing the first two in Kenya. He's made two cuts in a row now. So yeah. um, expecting big things from our Richie. We'll be keeping well, an eye on everyone that we. Um, that that we that supports with, us through uh, the podcast. Ev- everyone I've spoke to, I spoke to them two Korean lads that I played with, and then he said, "Who have you had on the podcast?" And I say, "Brad, say this and say that." And they go, oh, "Richard Mantle." They go, "Wow, he's a player, him." Yeah, he is sick. Well, just you can tell right, the way he strikes the ball. Today, like he's, he's sick. Him. You can see the way he strikes the ball, the way he gets through the ball. Everton's Everton's over to the left. It's honest to God, the the strike. It's amazing to see. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It really is good stuff. Oh, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Um, as as always, and we'll we'll see we'll see what comes of it. But very picturesque. It's right on the coast, as oh, you say. The, the 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 course looks in immaculate condition. So um, I'm hoping for a, a good event. No, so much. And then on onto the onto the PGA Tour, we've got the Valspar Championship, which will be the uh, where we will decide our picks for this week's order of merit. We're back. We um, will. The Innersbrook Resort, another yeah. nice track. Par seventy one. It's interesting that this is seven thousand three hundred and forty yards. This one, Paul Casey's going to win. <laughs> is he going to do the triple header? He's got a he's got a good track record, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Yeah, he won it in eighteen and nineteen. Yeah, um, fended off the first time he'd ever fended off Tiger in his career. It so. was. Well, do you think Tiger would have played in this if he'd have been fit and healthy? Mm, don't know. You know the way his career is now. He picks and chooses a couple of events, doesn't he? Yeah, it's maybe. a tough track though. Um, I don't think you're going to get many much more than more than ten under winning this week. No, well, when you're out in America, it depends on it. It could be a fucking two overwind, or it could be a fifteen under. I think the European Tour lately has been a touch on the easy side, and it like a couple well, of yeah, twenty it's, unders, a couple. It's, of... Yeah, like the two, the two, the two weeks in Kenya on the same course. That was ridiculous, like twenty odd under one, and then it got a bit tough in Austria, didn't it? Yeah, with the wind. Well, that was because of cold and windy. Cold and wind, and it was a bit longer. That was seven something. Yeah. But then again, you go to Gran Canaria, really short again, and then obviously this week um, at, at the Tenerife Open, be interesting to see how that gets on. But this one, seven thousand three hundred and forty yards, par seventy one. It's no, it's no gimme. You've got the eighth That's hole. Small, is it? Well, the eighth hole is going to cause you problems. Two hundred and thirty five yard par three with a very slim green. 
with trees down the right and you've got bunkers left and right the another par three which is the nicest hole in the course when you when you look at it um the 13th another par three and it's got the the water in the front and it's got that board around it like on the 17th at sawgrass really nice but again it's a, it's a risky hole it's about a hundred and i think it's about 180 yards 190 yards par three so if you don't catch your club you're going in a drink and you and you, you're getting your penalties and then there is there's a there's a there's a birdie hole on, on the 12th um plays the easiest hole on the course 366 yards um but it's got a pond in the front of it so you won't it won't give anyone the opportunity to go for it because you're not carrying it 366 so mm. uh, you won't be seeing no drivers off that tee but that's going to benefit the players thing because then they're going to put it in position and have a scoring club in the hand so you'll probably see plenty of birdies on that one um, and it'll be interesting to see how they get on like you mentioned there Paul Casey won this event back to back in 18 and 19 yeah. and then you've got the two top players in the world teaming up this week you've got DJ and JT in the field yeah, so again, I'm, that's just something I'm lo- really looking forward to this week. Um, we'll have that um, European tour, see how that see how the lads get on, and then we've got the um, PGA tour back to back to normal events again. So but now that it's back to normal events, um, we've got our order of merit picks as well. So do you want me to go first? And you give, go first, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you my. Well, do it, man. <laughs> do my picks for the week so um i'm gonna go wacky and neiman pot one okay um think he's got the distance um think he's sixth or seventh in driving distance average on the pj tour for this year um pot number two i'm gonna go for richie wierenski come off a great week playing with peter uli um over at the azura classic so um Open, he can bring that form in, and then the other two picks, pick three and pick four, um, Austin Cook and Jonas Blixt. Right, what did you just run out of ideas there? Did you run Jonas Blixt? <laughs> what happened there with who Jonas Blixt? Well, it's just it's pot three and pot four, there's not much you can really do, is he? You just got to pick pick based on names. Austin Cook's had a good few finishes, he makes cuts, um, and Jonas Blixt is just. No, no just... I can see what you've done there because I'm just looking at Puff four like what. <laughs> so, what's your picks this week, mate? Right, I'm going to go with Puff four Luke Donald, former world number one legend, wants to revive his career. Okay. Going to go Pot three. I'm going backwards. Remember, Pot three Aaron Badley. Yeah. I'm going to go Pot two, Patton Kazir because he's Justin Parsons' student. And obviously, pot one, I'm going for Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson. Of course you are. Of ship course bag, you are. Shitbag choice. <laughs> he hasn't been playing You're that bad, well. But he's due a win, and he's due something. Is he due a win, though? Well, yeah. Like, you due at, a win. Well, when you look at Tiger's records, go on that thing, 43 questions for Tiger's 43rd birthday. Yeah. And look at the percentage. His win percentage is 23%. Like, if you want to be the greatest, like you need to be adding up to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, to be fair, he has won every year on tour since he's been on there, so he is a he is a natural born winner. That's, but that's not good enough, though, is it? To, that's good enough to be the best. It's good enough to be world number one. Yeah, Tareem, but world number one now is is nothing. Hmm. Don't know. You know, I disagree. I think when you look at the 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 talent there now and the technology that's involved and how competitive each tournament is, if you can sustain world number one for a long period of time. It's it's good going in the yeah, current circumstances. 
Nobody DJ is, yeah. He's not sustaining it, really, is it? Well, yeah, he's been, he's been, how long has he been in the world number one for now? I don't know, but it changed hands like six times last year. Like, it's not, it's not like a major sustainability, not over a year, is it? Yeah, not yet, no. Not dominant, is it? We'll see what comes Let's of it. We'll see how we go. We will, but I'm looking forward to another good week of golf, you know. We'll um, report back next week. We will. We will. And um, oh, one more little thing the Rose series is down at West Lanks on Friday. Oh, yeah. You're going to go down and watch? I think it's behind closed doors, you know? Oh, is it? I was going to try and message someone to try and get a bag, to be honest. Was you? <laughs> hey, guys, you want to carry your clubs? <laughs> no, but we'll keep an eye on that thing because it's a local local event. You used to be a member there, didn't you? So yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on that and see how it goes, yeah. But, Definitely. Um, just a, another call-out then. Um, you'll notice we've got on in one oh, yeah, uh, golf apparel. Yep. Uh, so for bogey 10... You can get ten percent off for their apparel. They've got some hoodies, some nice hoodies, caps, and beanies, and then they've got another launch coming with some half zips and polos, um, which are due to be launching in the next month or so. So go and check them out on social media. Give them a follow, um, and if you go on the website, uh, which you'll get through the link in their bio, you'll be able to get ten percent off everything on their website with Bogey Ten and other discount codes that apply. So um, Bogey Boys Fifteen for fifteen percent off your golfers cbd um, get you settled around the course and get you shooting those low numbers when you're getting nervous and your arcos as well bogey boys 10 for 10 percent off your first order with arcos love it don't we we do love it we love it we're at it but yeah no i've really enjoyed that kevin um yeah. i laugh as always love talking golf with you and um we'll catch you next week ciao Line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he on the sink.